Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only trendsetter DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails. Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. The ingredients you need are two ounces of dark rum, one ounce of orange juice, three-fourth ounces of pineapple juice, three-fourth ounces of Coco Lopez cream of coconut, a pinch of salt, ice, a fourth teaspoon of nutmeg. Okay, so here's how you're going to make a painkiller. In a shaker, you're going to combine all the liquids and the salt, fill with ice, and shake vigorously. Strain the drink into an ice-filled cup, top with the nutmeg, and serve. I need a fucking painkiller right now. Yeah, I would prefer just a pill. <laughs> my head hurts. My well, feet hurt. I feel like a actual grown up today. Like a why? I just feel like since I have an office job now, it's mm-hmm. not like fun. It's not like I go and I feel like I have to have all my. I pack my lunch. I feel like I just feel like a grown up. Mm-hmm. It's stressful and it's like. It's stressful because it's something that you probably really don't want to do. It's mm-hmm. like something you have to do to be responsible. Like being a part of the crew who goes to work Monday through Friday in an office for someone else building their dream. It's just like, ugh. You'd be like, huh. And then like, but you know what I love about you and I both? We still what? work on our dreams. Oh, yeah. Because I got you. Because I can't be doing that other stuff forever. I can't. Like, when? Like, can somebody just be like, hey, I wish one day T.I. could come here and be like, I want to give you. Well, maybe not T.I. Because I don't know what type of show he would give us. It might be on hmm. like a. He might take too much of our money. Yeah. It might just be not good. Not worth it. Yeah. yeah. But somebody else. I wonder who could give us a show that would be great. Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen. Yeah. He that would just be so amazing because I would love to be on Bravo. That is like actually a vision of mine for one day. I would love that Bravo chat. <sighs> but e, v, I, I used to be above VH1 in my mind. I'm not. I'm not. I used to be like, I don't want to be on any because all the VH1 shows are like a little ratchet at basketball wise come on VH1? Yeah, fu- that's my favorite. I like basketball wise, but then that's also the home of all the love and hip hops and the black ink crews. And that's what I think about. And I was just like, you know, I don't want to be on a show where they are encouraging people to fight and be so violent towards oh, each other. Oh, no. I'm like, not that's the that aspect that I would always think about. But now, oh, well. If Mona. We, if we had a show, would you want it to be scripted? Or like a reality show. Because sometimes I'm like, if we had a reality show, do you think we would get kind of nervous talking about the shit that we talk about? I would And going on the actual dates and they come. Because I, I will say I'm a little bit. Oh, I'm ready. So anybody who might know somebody, I'm ready. They, <laughs> I'm not going to be nervous. Y'all might get a little bit mad at me because some I need some of my niggas to remain, remain private. Like, Well, that's the people that you really care about. Yeah, but those are going to be the ones where they're like, no, we want to be here in the bedroom cameras on but those are still like fake moments that's not real because you got to get mic'd up you got to have the lighting there they got to come and clear it with your home and all of that so it's it's never really that real sorry to ruin reality tv but (laughs) you know i i would be okay with it i think um the dating aspect of it and the fun part but yeah like a real relationship no yeah you're not gonna get that maybe you could see bits and pieces like you can see him but I don't want him, our relationship to be the focus. I'd rather it not. 
we need to bring it back here to the studio <laughs> and we're going to talk and interview other people and talk about their experiences and you get a glimpse of our real lives but the main thing needs to be this and I think that would be so dope I honestly feel like if I was on a reality show people would actually hate me why I don't know I just always have felt like that I some mean, of the things that come out of my mouth they can be taken the wrong way mm-hmm. and not even taken the wrong way they're rude as shit yeah <clears throat> so but you know People like Nene, and she's rude as shit sometimes. That's true. It'll be some people who will hate you, absolutely. And then there's going to be some people who love you and are arguing with people in the comments on the shade room like they know you, and they don't. And it's like you've never met them a day in your life. I think you just got to don't read them. Yeah. And that might be the best bet for you. I'm already practicing that. Not reading the comments? Yeah. That's hard. Not reading the batch. It's really not hard for me because I'm really one of those people where it's like the negative things that you have to say about me, Mm -hmm. I truly don't give a fuck. I'm not trying to be feeling sad. And it will make me feel sad. It will. (laughs) I like to read the comments because it's like you don't know if it's going to be positive or negative until you read it. And sometimes I do like to see the stuff that people say that's like constructive criticism. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, I can take a note to that. You know, or sometimes there's good stuff in there. This The sad stuff or the mean stuff does make me feel a little sad, but I snap out of it really quick. Yeah. I think that I've just gotten thick skin because people always don't like me. Oh, well. Cheers <laughs> to you. You know, Um. anyway, so what's been going on with you besides working and um, adulting? Besides working and adulting, I was just telling you, Um. so working and adulting and then I have to wake up at 4.45 in the morning this tomorrow morning to do a mm-hmm. voiceover that I just couldn't pass up the opportunity and the lady was willing to be like she was like we can we can do it at five five to seven and I'm like Ooh, girl <laughs> that's great like <laughs> and then go to work so I really just been grinding you know I'm moving in March yeah and um gonna be on my own <laughs> <laughs> are so, you more are you nervous or are you more excited I think it's literally equal like okay. nervous and excited because I've never lived by myself like Mm -hmm. even being not in a relationship I always had roommates Mm -hmm. and so when Carlos and I broke up I was like I'm not my mom was like why don't you just get a roommate I was like I don't think I can do the roommate thing right like now I don't Mm -hmm. think I can I want to just get my own shit and just be live by myself um but yeah so I've just really been grinding saving money so I can Mm -hmm. move and have like a super cute place and I'm nervous but I am super excited i'm excited for you i think you're gonna like it it'll be definitely a new just new everything yeah i think maybe it'll like i don't know i'm hoping it sparks something in in you that just makes you excited mm-hmm. and just like yeah i'm doing this and i'm doing it on my own i've never lived on my own mm-hmm. i'm honestly scared too yeah like sometimes when i go home at night and my roommate's not there and it's dark and i forgot to leave a light on i get really nervous that there's a killer inside or something and i'm scared of ghosts and now that i think my current place is haunted but when i first moved here and i was living with sean in that house on the south side that house was haunted nothing anybody can tell me like did you actually see a ghost or you just i didn't heard the see footsteps? a ghost but it was like a feeling i would hear noises and so then um i just stopped coming home after a while <laughs> and then sean i think she thought i was tripping at first but then she started to experience it too and she was telling this guy who she used to uh who she, is her friend Mm -hmm. and he was like I'm gonna come over there and stay with you one night because I don't believe this and I think y'all are both tripping and I saw him at her birthday dinner um, a couple weeks ago and he said that he went over there I never knew this he went over there and he stayed the night at the house and he heard noises he said that he went upstairs and he could feel something and it just felt like a pressure and the first thing that happened with me was I started to have nightmares 
Are you serious? Really vivid nightmares. And the nightmares were like me in that house and like somebody being outside of my window trying to get in or somebody being there. My <laughs> eyes were always burning when I washed my face because I couldn't close them. <laughs> Because I was just so scared that something was going to get me, That's you know? That's terrifying. Like, it is. And it was an older house in an older neighborhood. And I'm like, you know, that might be like some Indian burial ground or maybe some of the Civil War soldiers over there or some, some slave shit. Like, I just, a crazy ass dog. I don't know who was haunting me, but that was a scary place. So anyway, sorry to get off on that tangent, but I've live, never I'm lived scared. on my own and it's scary in so many ways. Yeah. And I just, I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. But um, I'm trying to think, where have I been up to? Nothing. Okay. Have uh, you watched the <laughs> Netflix show You? Yes, I did. How amazing was that show? It was good. I, I'm anxious to see what happens in season two. I am excited to see what happens. It's Joe, okay, first of all, I thought it, whoever wrote that show, they did such a great job because there were so many moments where I forgot that he was actually a stalker, a psychopath, and a fucking murderer. Like, I started to love him. I was falling in love with Joe. Like, what? I wanted him to stalk me. You didn't start loving him? He was no, so sweet. Because he kept doing other stuff in between the seat. sweetness. What I was doing was having um, a check within myself because I was like, wait a minute. Minute. You saw some that. similarities? Yeah. And I was like, ooh. I mean, I've never killed anybody or gone that far. But, like, when he was, like, looking up all the stuff on social media. I mean, it really did kind of make sense. Like, you it really, did. no one's ever going to tell you who they really are. And and Beck was kind of a whore. Like, she was. I love her dad. And he was right. He was right. And that's what kept going off in my head. Like, every time I do this and I do this investigation, I'm always right. Yeah. Like, do you have the right to invade somebody's privacy? Probably not. But, like, kind of. Stop fucking lying. I don't have the right, but I'm going to do it. Because you're lying. So yeah, there was, like, parts like, of Joe where I was like, I mean... I get it. And you were just trying to do things because you loved her. Even when you broke that little black girl's heart. Yeah. We're always getting done wrong. Black girls always get Don't nobody like black girls. And she did good. She was good to him. She <laughs> helped a little neighbor out. And Paco, whose name didn't look like it would be Paco, and but okay. The way that they matched his mom to him, like that was weird. That wasn't good casting. That wasn't. Because it wasn't like that other man was his dad. Yeah. That was very strange. They needed a little Spanish boy in or they should white. have shown something to show who his real dad was. Make it make sense, mm -hmm. Netflix. Make it make sense. Okay, uh, one more Netflix thing. What? Did you watch the Ellen DeGeneres stand-up um, Unrelatable? No, I just or saw relatable. her um, dancing. Ellen is fine. Like, the whole what? time I was watching it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Medina, the I... list of people that you say are fine and sexy, it, like, never ceases to amaze me. Really? Bill Cosby? He I mean, he look at Bill Cosby. Like I did, and that's I, why I'm confused. I'm not saying now Bill Cosby. I'm saying Bill Cosby Old when Bill he was Cosby. Heathcliff Huxtable. It's like he was Old Jay Z. He was a doctor on TV. He was a good ass daddy. He was funny as shit. Like that's Cliff Huxtable. That's not Bill Cosby. Cliff. Slide me uphill any day. Oh my god! <laughs> no, but Ellen mm -hmm. is fine. Ellen is fine. I was watching it like, oh my gosh, Ellen. Like if I ever saw Ellen, I think I would throw my panties at her. Okay. Um, oh, before I forget, um, you guys, this weekend I'll be in Houston. So if y'all want to come hang out, I have like no plans and I'm just going with the flow. What you going to Houston for? I'm just going. It's crawfish season. Mm. Um, I got a text message. It was crawfish season. I also got a call about a dick appointment. So I'm going to take care of that. Um, That's important. Yeah. I'm trying to lose my virginity this year, you know. <laughs> 
And um, so I'm going to take care of that. Um, I have a couple of dates. But I mean, outside of that, I don't have my oh, other plans. Oh, well, hold on. You got a couple of dates. Yeah, so I planned some. Well, I didn't plan some dates, but I've got some dates. So you get there Friday night or Friday day? Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Oh, and you And leave? I'm coming back Monday night. Oh, so you got a couple dates, Saturday, Sunday, and then like a breakfast on Monday? Um, No, I have um Saturday afternoon because I just need a little afternoon, like a lunch. Yeah, brunch. I got to spend time with my sister. Um, I thought I was surprising Mallory. She's not even going to be there till Sunday, but whatever. Um, Madison's there. And then um, Sunday, oh, shit. I think I may have double booked. booked. Well, we gonna figure that out. Hopefully, nobody listens. To yeah, this. and dudes are easy to like. If you double book two dudes in one day, it's okay. Like you can just text them and be like, oh "Maybe gosh, I'll invite them both." Hell, don't do that shit. <laughs> You're gonna be right on the news. No. On the news, you think? What if they're? Crazy? I could just make it seem like a fun thing and just have my other friends there. They do it to us. I, that would be a great story this for the true. experience. That's you know? true. And it's like I've not been on a date with any of these guys, so. Did I ever tell you about the time when my sister was graduating from, I, I think it was college. Yeah, she had, it had to have been from college. And I was at Clark. I was dating this guy at Clark, but I was also dating this guy from high school that still lived in Texas. And they both came to my sister's graduation party. And yes. I played it so cool. And I introduced them to each other. Mm-hmm. And it worked out. Yeah. One knew how to like play his role. And uh-huh. the other one, he didn't know who the other one well, was. Well, they both knew, so. Yeah, so. We're going to see who the best man is. Who's going to win? Who, who is going to be the alpha of the situation? Because that's who I'm going to pick. And then also, I'll be in Chicago in February, the weekend of the 23rd. My friend Thomas is trying to act like just because it's his birthday, I can't have drinks with you guys. So I'm just going to post it while I'm there. Or like, y'all DM me and I'll tell you where Thomas I'm going to Thomas is going to hear this and be mad. He didn't listen all the time. Okay. He's, I already told him I'm just going to do it anyway. Whatever. Like, I would like to meet people in other cities. I think it's cool. And maybe I'll come back. He already has me come to Chicago in the dead of the fucking winter. I told him, let's all fly south. We don't even have to come to Atlanta, but we can go somewhere else, even further south. Yeah. But he went with it, so whatever. Anyway, so that's where I'll be. Um, I'll let you guys know if I come up with anything else. Oh, I'm going to Greece. You told in May, me. And I'm excited about it, and I'm a little nervous. Don't be nervous. What are you nervous about? Um, I don't know. That's such a long with? flight. Oh, girl. And I watched Manifest. But you know, the good thing about those international flights, even if you don't fly first, the, the wine and stuff is free. Yeah, that's so true. So you can just drink, 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 So I drink. contacted, okay, so we have a travel agent. I'm going with my friend Taylor mm-hmm. um, and Sandra and her husband are going too. So it's Aaron's birthday and Taylor's birthday. Mm-hmm. And so they're doing a combined trip. I don't know anybody besides Sandra, Aaron and taylor and then i think i know this guy jeremy who's going and that's it i don't know the other people so i'm just like oh i hope it's fun um it's gonna be fun and i hope i get along with everybody but they have a travel agent so they sent us like the place and everything and it looks really nice and then she sent me the flights and she was like you know you should it'll be cheaper if you fly out of houston but i was like girl i must still have to buy a flight to go to houston so i don't know but so then i was looking at the flights and it's like expensive mm-hmm. so then i said well how much is first class or business class like i was looking into it so i can't as some ad came up i had been talking about it you know how your phones listen to you mm-hmm. some ad popped up on instagram and was like you know you can contact us and we can book you like a discounted um business or first class flight mm-hmm. hopefully i can get that i don't want to sit in the back of the plane you for don't. 13 hours like you that's don't. a long time i need to be able to recline i want to be able to wipe my underarms and my have a little cat. toothbrush it is it's a totally different like i've never flown first internationally but i always mm-hmm. walk you know when you're walking past like you're boarding the slave ship you're looking even at the on my little people. flight 
flights to like Dallas and Houston, I like to fly first class. And I look in the back and I'm just like, they treat you so different when you're in the front of the plane versus the back. So Everybody's different. friendly. They're helping you with your luggage. In the back they of the plane. They bring your drink with a napkin. In a glass. And address you, Miss Miss. Do you want a double? Yeah. Yeah. In the back, is, they're like, what do you want? Hurry okay, up. We're out of chicken. Up. Okay, we don't have any more cookies. Now sit up straight. It's just rude. Anyway, enough of that. Joy, that's my cousin. Um, okay, so we are going to play a game today. We don't have a guest. It's just us. It's just um, us today, y'all. Because I feel like we have been having so many guests lately, and y'all deserve so just a, many. a good old-fashioned Kiki and Medina. And y'all got a bonus this week? Hey. Okay, so we're going to play Have You Ever. Have You Ever. Okay. Not I've Never. This is just to the point, bitch. Have you ever? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to go first. Okay. Because I've been wondering this because I don't know Kiki. Because we do oh, talk a lot gosh. of shit, but sometimes we get drunk and we could be lying. That is true. You know what I mean? when I edited that last episode, I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck am I talking about? Like, I was telling one story and, like, shit was changing in the one story. And then you were like, okay, I can't even keep up now because the story has changed so many times. And I'm sorry, <laughs> you guys. I don't do that on purpose. It's like, when I get, I told y'all before, when I get drunk, I'm a different person. I turn into a character and I just say stuff. So there have some been is times, true, some is not. There have been times <laughs> when I get drunk and I lie. Not on the show, but where I just say shit. And I'm like, why did, why I, say did I say that? that? That's not even true. It's not even, like an intentional thing it's just like you just blurt out stuff yeah the fuck i don't know i don't forgive me i'm sorry Um, i'm glad y'all could laugh okay kiki yes have you Mm. ever been on a date with a new nigga this isn't somebody like this your boyfriend or that y'all y'all know each other well you've been on a date and he actually asked you to split the tab and you did it because you didn't want to be like i'm not doing that no I, I would be so mad. I think I was in high school when that happened, but I don't feel like that counts. And we were at a pizza well, place. Well, that does count because it, it happened. Yeah, what happened? He asked me to pay and I got mad. I didn't do it though. Oh. I was just like, why would you take me out and you can't pay for this pizza? It was like a pizza date. So I called my stepbrother and asked him to come pick me up. What was that? I think that one time I did pay. You did? I did. I got to think about the story because I can't remember, but I know that one time I did pay and I was like, I'm never going to tell anybody this. On a date? Yeah. So how did he ask you to pay? I really have to think about the story and I'm not even sure. Sh- oh, no, no, no. I remember what it is. It's somebody that we had on the show, actually. Mm. We won't say no names. Um, We went out and he is a struggling artist uh-huh. and I just already knew it. Yeah. And so I just... Actually, every time we went out the weekend that he was here, I paid for the stuff because I was just like, he's like working on his art and I'm just going to pay for it. But deep down inside, I was like, why am I paying for it? Why am I paying for it? I'd be talking Uh, shit about girls like this, but I was really just like paying for it. I think if it was somebody I liked, maybe I would. And I might not think twice about it, but i wish y'all could have seen the face i just made okay next one have you ever sucked a man's dick whose name you didn't know (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) ask the question again have you ever sucked a man's dick his penis whose name you didn't know um no no okay I don't think so, at least. I really don't think There's so. There's some I can't remember their names now, but in the moment I knew their name. Yeah, that it, it might be the same. It's like, mm, I can only think of a code name. That's horrible. 
horrible. Have you ever woke up next to someone and not remembered if you had sex with them? Yes. <laughs> Sadly, you guys, that has happened on more than one occasion. It happens. If you drink alcohol, it Maybe happens. Maybe the first time it happened should be my story, my cocktail story. Let me write that down. But yes, it's happened to me a few times, and it's like... Especially after a night of drinking, if you were at the club and maybe you were dancing or having fun or whatever, you might not feel it. And then what if he really didn't do that much work? You might not really feel it. Yeah. I've been blackout drunk a lot. So that's, that's actually really times, that's really dangerous. Actually. It's dangerous, <laughs> and I. But it's fun. But it is not good to do. And you wake up and you don't. Young ladies, don't do it if you can help it. it. Like, don't fall into that trap. It's bad. Okay, but you know what? If you do do it, you can't be mad. Like, you you can't be mad at yourself or at him. Because if everyone's drunk. Why can't you be mad at yourself? Because it's, blame it on the alcohol. Like, you don't. But you drank the alcohol. And then you don't even, you don't even know what happened. So maybe you didn't. Sometimes I don't know what happened. And it's like, maybe we really didn't have sex. So do you ask? If, it depends. It depends on how drunk I was. If I was drunk and I was embarrassing drunk, I don't even ask anything because I really don't want to know. I want to disappear. Yeah. I don't I wish know. I could turn into... Did you ever watch Alex Mack when she would turn into that puddle? Yeah. I wish that could happen. I wish so that, many And you times. just like melt and just go under the door. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. If it's like a drunk <laughs> night like that, I'm good. I don't need to know what happened. I don't like when people try to tell. I don't care. Is everybody okay? Did we go to jail? Did I hurt anybody? No? Okay. Don't tell me what the fuck happened. I'm And good. if the answer is yes, can you just write it in an email? I don't even want to read it. <laughs> I just feel, it feels so horrible when you do embarrassing shit when you're drunk. Like. It, it does feel horrible. I have. Ooh, ooh, okay. Next. Um, Have you squirted yet? No, mm. I have not. Maybe when you try those new toys, it will help. Maybe. Y'all, Rated Intimate gave Kiki and I some new sex toys. and um, um, I've already tried mine. I haven't tried mine yet. I'm really excited to. I was going to go into detail, but I also forgot to tell y'all my cousin is here, so I'm going to be kind of reserved. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get some together. Y'all, my little cousin is here. He's a grown man now. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. Your turn. Okay, Kiki. Yes. Have you ever been told that your pussy was whack? No. Have you ever been told it was dry? No. Have you ever had a dry moment? I have had a dry moment, but nobody's ever said that to me. You just knew you were dry. Yes, and I've had moments where I felt like I did not perform well. So <laughs> they maybe said it behind my back, mm -hmm. but they never said it to my face. And thank you. I mean, I think we've all had those moments. Like I hate when people try to act like you just never had like a. A bad, a bad moment, moment. in sex. Yeah, I just, I feel like having those bad moments keeps you humble. And it helps you to do better next time. Like, you don't get all the shots you shoot, you know? Yeah. You've got to have some little mishaps here and there. What are some things that will, like, make you dry, though? Uh, For me, being dehydrated, <laughs> that is one. Too much alcohol, not enough water. Um... Also, like, when a guy just tries to put his dick inside of me before you've warmed me up. Mm -hmm. Warm me up. Yes, I think you're fine. Yes, I want to fuck you. But, okay. We still I need, need a little foreplay. Yeah. Like, I'm not asking you to, like, make out with me on a couch for 45 minutes. But, come on. I'm asking you to do that. That's a long time. Is it? Because sometimes I'm ready. 
Okay. It yeah. won't take that long. Like, we can keep kissing, but I don't need, like, a full 45 minutes all the time. Sometimes I do. I, like, I just feel like the acts before sex are so sexy. I don't want Those them to die. Those are some of the best moments. They are. I like when I'm feeling like I have to, I'm almost about to have to beg for it. Like, he's teasing me or something. I like that, but. That is sexy. It's been so long since I had any kind of damn sex. Okay. Um, have you ever, is it my turn? Yeah. yeah. Have you ever had sex with any of your close girlfriends? Okay. <laughs> Every time I ask you a question, it's like, <gasps> okay, well, <laughs> the hesitation. So it's like a full-on threesome or like a full-on... S- oh, it doesn't have no. to be um, a threesome. It could have just been you and her. So, yes. Um, me w- me and one of the girls, we're not friends anymore. But we, Not that we're not friends anymore. We just kind of fell off. Nothing happened. But there was one night where she... Why do I always feel the need to tell a story? <laughs> no, no, but what's the story? You didn't already started. So one night, her and her boyfriend were breaking up. Her and her baby daddy were breaking up, and she was like really sad about it. And I just felt so like bad for her. So we went out to get some drinks, and uh-huh. she, she, like we were drinking. And I was like, "Do you want to come back to my place and we could just like talk about it, hang out?" Mm-hmm. And one thing led to another. And at first, I what thought, led to the other? She was like, "Do you want to get in the shower with me?" And I was like, uh, "I mean, I was like, okay." She's pretty, so I was like, "Okay." It was weird. Like it was weird. <laughs> it I didn't, sounds weird. I didn't. I felt like her heart was already broken. I didn't want to like turn her down. So like I was like, "Okay, cool. I'll just do it. I'll just do it." I felt like she like needed to feel sexy, and uh-huh. for some reason, she like needed it from me. So I just gave it to her, and so like we got in the shower, and then we like it was really weird because she had never been with a woman before, oh. and so. I just kind of like guided her, guided her, and we had girl sex. And then mm-hmm. she woke up, and I took her home, and that was it. We were still friends after that. We ended up falling off just because of life. Mm-hmm. But then I have two other very close friends where we're still friends, and we did like sexual things together with a dude, mm-hmm. but it wasn't really us interacting. Okay, got you. Well, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, but we're still friends. <laughs> Oh. Have you? Now I'm now I want to know have you? Mm-mm, I haven't. Would you? With any of my close friends? No. No, cuz it's too close. You know what? Honestly, um it's not even that. It's more so a lot of my friends are fucking prudes. Are you serious? They like when I tell them or when they listen to the stuff that I share on the show, they're like, "Ew, like anytime like some of my friends I've talked to them about experiences with women and they're just like shocked they're just confused and i'm like what is there to be confused about i don't get why you're so confused but yeah and so it's like well bitch i would never do anything with you because you're gonna be like who wants that person who's super closed off you know yeah. like you're my friend but i'm mm-mm. i'm good i'm good mm-mm. i'm good mm-mm. i do wonder like if i did with any of my friends who it would be and would that change our friendship and yeah. if we liked it, would it be like we tried to do it all the time? I just don't have homegirls that I have sex with. Yeah. So I don't know. Mm. I mean, I, I, I don't either. Like, we don't just be like, yeah, girl, we meet up tonight. And it ha- with both of them, it happened one time uh-huh. separately. And, yeah. And, yeah. It was like a one-off thing. It was, yeah, it was really the, it was really random. Hmm. Yeah, well, now that we know each other better. I know. <laughs> Moving right along to our mini topics for today. Oh, wait. First, let me do weird sex. You said a man is not a necessity. A man is a luxury. Like dessert. <laughs> yeah. 
Man, it's absolutely not necessity. Did you mean that to sound mean and bitter? Oh, not at all. I adore dessert. I love men. I think men are the coolest. But you don't really need them to live. So you guys may have heard about the story. I know it was on Baller Alert and Shade Room about the girl who was at the Hacienda Healthcare Center. And she had been in a coma for since 1990-something. And she was pregnant and had a baby That's recently. So Isn't that so crazy? So I was looking up the story. And um, they said that someone called, one of the nurses called 911 and was like, the baby's turning blue, the ba baby's turning blue because the baby, like, you know, the baby is not breathing. Mm -hmm. um, and they didn't know that she was pregnant. And obviously, if she's been in a coma forever, the little girl drowned, I think. Like, oh, not so drowned to death. Live. No, the woman, when oh. she was a little girl, she had a drowning accident and she has severe brain damage. And um, she's in the hospital now or in that healthcare center now. And she's been there since the 90s. Her family must be rich. I don't know. But um, she has been there for a long time. And she's just been in this vegetative state forever. So obviously somebody had to rape her to impregnate her. And it's like, I have so many questions about that. Like, first of all, who did that? Who? Then they said that um, they were going, they had launched an investigation into it and everything, and they were trying to figure out if they would have, if they were able to require all the men on staff to submit to DNA testing. They should. To find out. They said that that's illegal. They can't do that. So I don't know how they're going to go about finding out who the paternity, uh, the paternity of the baby or what's going to happen. Um, that is just. That's so disgusting. Why would you do that to somebody? And how did you? That's like, I feel like that's a lot of work. Like, more than one person had to be in on it because she's like limp. Like, you like got to really. In a bed, hooked up to machines, and you decide to go and violate her? That's craziness. Like, like I who does that? But I will say the baby is alive now. They, um, he's healthy, and the family's going to take care of him. I wonder what his name is. I. I'm not trying to be funny because it's not, this is not a laughing matter, but like, I just wonder like, like maybe name him CT, you know, like comatosis, comatosis, a little toast toast. Um, like, so that is it. <laughs> weird sex. Um, you guys toast. be careful of yeah, these places where you leave your loved ones because that is absolutely insane. crazy. She had a whole ass the baby. The CEO stepped down and um, I was like, well, is it you? Is it? I would, somebody needs to be trying to prick him and get his DNA. I would. They need to call uh, Joe. They need to from call you. Joe. He can figure it out and he can get to the bottom of this because that is disgusting. And I hope that, you know, no one ever, ever has to go through that again. That's I would horrible. cry. I'd be so sad. I mean, could you imagine if she does, ha if she ever wakes up, you have a whole ass baby, <laughs> a teenager probably. And it's just like, she's been in there since she was two years old. That's horrible. Like, you're not even going to have a good grasp of what is going on like she doesn't talk she <sighs> yeah, that's sad that's sad Man. so sad well hopefully her People family is sick. fighting for her yeah they are so far they hired some um some attorneys they got the big time prosecutors on deck and they're ready to go somebody from her tribe she's native american um, somebody from her tribe spoke up about it, and they're not happy. So whoever did this, you're going to pay. Yep. Now moving on. Um, let's take a quick break before we get started on our topics. All right, y'all. 
So I've been listening to this new podcast. It's called Master Baiting Podcast. It's a sex, sexuality, and relationship education platform where anyone can become a master of baiting their sex partner. I listened to their latest episode, The Last Shebang of 2018. Y'all, it is so dope. Make sure you check it out. Follow them on Instagram at Master B Sex Podcast. Okay, y'all, so we're back. And today, as y'all can see here, it's just me and Kiki. It's been a minute since it's been just us two and our listeners. It has. I it's been a very this. long time. Yeah. <sighs> I don't even remember last week, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop talking about last week, okay, and I hope yeah. y'all do too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's just okay. stop. Um, so I, lately I have been thinking about, it's funny because being single now mm -hmm. i'm like oh my gosh like what do i have to offer like do i still am i i'm really nervous to be like out here dating like why i really don't know i think it's just like maybe some of it has to do with now we do this show and uh -huh. i feel like people think i'm gonna be a certain way mm -hmm. which not that like when we come on this show it's like a fake me it's not it's me but it's like a portion of me it's not like if we go out i'm about to be sitting here talk you know like being nasty and talking nasty and ready to suck your dick right after we have drinks like uh -huh. maybe but maybe not <laughs> like so so sometimes i'm just like i don't i don't know i just feel like really i don't i feel like i don't know what i have to offer sometimes most of the time i snap back into it and i do but like i it, i've been thinking about like what the things that you expect out of a man why do you expect them? Like, and why do we think we deserve them? Not saying we don't. Mm -hmm. I don't want anybody to twist my words. It's just like a thought. I'm like, okay, I, I want him to pay for everything. And not everything, but like we go on dates and we, we you pay for the dates and like you wine and dine me and we do all these great things. And then I'm like, why do I want him to do that? Like, do, do I deserve those things? Do you ever question that? No. <laughs> I knew you I were going to say question. that. Okay, so hear me out, you guys. Um, I For me, um. Just growing up, the things that I was taught as a kid, that's how it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. These are the things that men do when they care about you, when they want to see you happy. They are going to work to provide for you. And should you have a family, they're going to provide for that too. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be supportive in your dreams. And they're going to do whatever they can to help you. And you should be a support system to him as well. They told me, don't be paying for all this shit for men. Mm -hmm. For very for several reasons, they told me that that's not what you should do. And I've just kind of always when you stuck say they, by, you mean the women in your life or the no, women and the men. women and the men. The men were more stern about it, honestly, mm -hmm. about making sure um, as far as the money aspect goes. And, you know, I don't feel like I ask for a lot from men. It's not like when I meet a man and he takes me on a few dates and we're feeling each other. I'm like, OK, so. Um, when are you going to start paying my bills? Because we've been seeing each other for a while and I just feel like I deserve it. It's not like that at mm -hmm. all. But I just there's certain qualities that go into some that someone has who is OK with doing those sorts of things. And it's just like a tra more traditional man. Mm -hmm. And I like that. And I don't I don't see why I wouldn't deserve that. I think that anything that I want, I deserve it. I really feel that in my heart of hearts. Now, do I get it? No. <laughs> Have I let somebody slip through the cracks who wasn't worthy of me? Absolutely. And I held on to them for so long and it never works out because that's not what I was supposed to have anyway. And it's fine. But I just feel like I am worth those things. I don't I don't think that just because I allow a man to pay for things for me or 
um, always take care of the dates and little things like that, that that means that I can't do something for him. I feel like I'm a very supportive person Mm -hmm. with whoever I date. If they have something that they want to do, I can be there for you in many ways. I'm not about to be like financing your dreams. Not doing that. Let's be clear. But whatever I really and truly can do to help, whether it's to introduce you to somebody or to physically help you with whatever it is and talk to you and motivate you and do all of those things, that's what that's what I do. And so I don't I feel like if that's what what you're asking of me, that's what you ask of me. Mm -hmm. And I deliver that. So what's the problem? But what if you meet a guy and he's like (laughs) Well, I can give you that too. Like, it's not. But just... that's not what I'm asking for. <laughs> I'm asking for not just that. Mm-hmm. So, if that is what you can offer, that's cute. <laughs> but that may not. You may not be the person for me, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with somebody not being a match. Like, he can be a really cool guy, and I can really like him. But if we're having a serious conversation about how things would be down the road should things get serious between us and I and I and we're talking about okay if we get married mm-hmm. um I don't want somebody who's nickel and dime in my check mm-hmm. no I don't want that I I need you even though I'm not saying that I wouldn't pay for like shared bills and shared mm-hmm. expenses but like we don't need to be living off of what I make we mm-hmm. need to live off of what you make and that's just, I mean, you know, some people may not like that, but that's what I was taught. Like, my stepdad has told me that. My father, I mean, has, I, feel I mean like my grandfather. Most people were taught that. And do you get I don't that? see a problem with that. And they tell me, you know, there are men out there who are okay with that. And a lot of the men I've met, that's not the issue. They have other issues, but it's never the money thing, mm-hmm. it's the other shit. <sighs> the more serious stuff. But, you know, so why do you, why do you question if you're worth it? You know why I'm about to get be so honest for a moment. Like, okay, so I met this guy. And I mean, I can't even say guy. I have to say man. Like, I met this man. And uh-huh. he's like a man. Like a man. Like a man. Why do you say he's a man? Because I'm I'm scared to say because I don't know if he listens to the show. I'm really nervous. But I don't know if okay, can you listening. can you make like a generalization? Like, is it like he's a take charge kind of guy? He's a take charge kind of okay. guy. And he just like... Has his shit together. Mm-hmm. Not that anybody's perfect, but he like has his shit together in a way where it's like, I need to get my shit together. It's not even about like you, him paying for stuff and doing so like that. That's not even like a question. That's like, that's what's going to happen because he doesn't know any other type of way. It's not right. even like, have you ever like been thinking, remember I told that story about the soccer player I was fucking with and I kept, he was going to fly me out to Canada and I kept yeah. talking about, are you going to pay the, are you going to get the flight? And he mm-hmm. looked at me like I was corny because I even asked that question. And he was like, what type of niggas are you even fucking with where you have to really, did you really just ask me that? And it made mm-hmm. me feel stupid mm-hmm. because I feel like I have dealt with so many men where that is where you'd be like, okay, who's paying for everything? Mm-hmm. So he, when I say he's like a man, he just like the traditional man where he, handles everything and it's not like nothing is a problem but I was like if we continue this I just want to make sure I'm like a woman like a a traditional woman like where I'm not scared to be like oh I got this I can do this for you I can do what for him though like like what's some examples of things that that you feel like a traditional woman could do for him that you're questioning for yourself because I I don't see what you can't do (laughs) like it's not like I don't picture you just sitting around doing nothing no, or not being a good partner to him. That and that, 
that's not it. I think it's just like the way I feel sometimes. I don't feel like a grown woman. Why? Because how we were just sitting here talking about how I'm moving and I was like, God damn, I got to buy a fucking couch. And how the fuck am I going to buy this couch? Like, mm. that's what I'm saying. Like stuff like that where it's like, mm -hmm. okay, financially, I feel like I need to get my shit together too. And so it makes me feel like... But you know what I found? Sometimes, not all the time, this has only happened a handful of times with me and my personal experiences, but sometimes when you meet a guy who does have it together and he knows that you don't, mm -hmm. some of them are more willing to help you, not in the sense of, I'm just going to pay for everything for you, but let me help you get you together. Mm -hmm. And not in a mean way, but in a supportive way. And sometimes that's the like, kind let of- let me help you learn how to budget. Learn how to budget or let me show you some different ways to make money where you won't end up in jail. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, you have this idea, you want to do it. Let's talk about it. And how can you make this profitable and ask you, ask me these questions. Like mm -hmm. there's some holes in your plan here. Think about this before you do it. And I really appreciate that. So that's not somebody. I feel like that's, I can still bring something to that person. I think that he enjoys helping me because when I do that for somebody else, I don't be teaching them how to budget because I don't know how. I still fuck that up. But when I teach them the things that I do know, I like doing that for mm -hmm. somebody. I feel like I'm adding value to them. It doesn't always have to be like a, a exact financial exchange, mm -hmm. you know? So maybe you should think about it like that. Like, don't have a negative outlook on it. Just because it. you don't have it together yet, you're moving to this place on your own. This is new. Don't beat yourself up about it. You got to figure it out. And when you move into a new place, especially being alone, you do have to take on the responsibility of doing everything yourself. It takes time. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. Like one thing I've learned in like maybe the past two or three years is to stop rushing stuff. Mm -hmm. Girl, the plan that I have for my life is already, ooh, I'm late. Super late on like basically everything. But I had to stop beating myself up about it because it just made me depressed, mm -hmm. like really depressed. And it's like, get over it. You're on a different timeline. You're on your own timeline. And just because these other bitches have it together, you don't know how they got there. Mm -hmm. And you might not have wanted to do some of that nasty shit. You're doing it the, the right way. But I will say, the same time, earlier I meant what I said. I'm tired of doing shit the right way. And I'm I kind of want to try and finesse them. I mean, it's just hard out here. It is stressful, adulting and having to be responsible for so Girl. many things. And sometimes I just want to relax. And like, like not I'm, think about a bill, like, or a student loan, or fucking uh, debt, or like. Like any of the responsibilities. That you, sometimes I just want to, I just need a break. You like, know, and so like I told myself, that's why I'm taking these trips this year. I was like, why are you not going? You need to do some stuff and do some stuff for you. Like, stop waiting for that moment. Mm -hmm. What if you're not here no more? Anything could happen. That is so fucking true. And you know, another thing I've been telling myself, have mm -hmm. you ever, I feel like you've never felt this way because you always are doing a lot. Like, it's never like you're like, let me not do this because I already have too much on my plate. But mm -hmm. this it has definitely been my year of like, I'm not really going to say no to many things. Like my agency is like, we want you to do on camera work. And at first I was like, how the fuck am I going to do on camera work? Be doing the voiceover shit. I just got this new job. How am I going to, and I said, like, you know what, I'm going to fucking do it. You'll figure it out. So yeah, we're going to do that. Like, I've questioned that, but. In the end, I'm always like, you know what, just try it. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But do you mm. want to keep missing opportunities? Like, I Hell have no. turned down things in the past. And I regret a lot of them. Yep. And I'm tired of, like, living with all of these regrets. It makes you stressed out. It does. And then you be stressed out and then mad at yourself, carpal yeah. tunnel, your right wrist. Okay. Like, nobody has time for that. You got to live. Like, I'm getting old. That 30 hit me hard. It punched me in the face like a hood rat. Okay. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. Get Just out like of when here. I woke up and I was, uh oh. When I woke up and I was like, I'm really 30 years old. And I was really thinking about all of the things that I would have done by now that ain't happened. But they about to happen. 
Yeah, bitch. Well, yeah, on this new timeline that I keep having to remind myself about. I don't know. Do you ever feel like, do you always feel like it boils down to a money thing when you're questioning your worth with a man? Or do you think it's other stuff too? What do you mean a money thing? Like, do you, is it, does it boil down to you feeling like this person has their finances together and you're working on yours? Absolutely. Or do you think it's other stuff that you think of? With me, it, I feel like it always boils down to the finances. And, and it's, it's crazy because like, that shouldn't be it, Mm -hmm. but it's something that I do want. I want to get that together. Like, I don't want to be like. If a man wants to pay for everything, that's one thing. But mm-hmm. I don't want to have to rely on it. And uh-huh. I feel like a lot of the times in my life, I have just not had to. I've it's just that's it's just been given to me by the men that I deal with. They don't. Mm-hmm. It's not even like a question. But that also has been crippling. It's like you gotta mm-hmm. get yeah. your own. You have to like. So yeah, it, it boils down to finances, and I just want to get my shit together because I don't want to be feeling like that. Hmm. And it's well, funny because when I remember I told you when I went home for tech to um, Texas for Christmas, uh-huh. I went to my friend Veronica's house and she's been learning how to read the tarot cards. Yeah. So she was reading my cards and that is what kept popping up a lot. She said, you have these these cards that are upright and then you have the ones that are upside down and uh-huh. the ones that would it would be like something I can't I wish I knew the lingo for it in the cards. But yeah, she, basically the pattern that she was seeing was that I'm always, you know, making everything about money. Mm. not in a way where it's like because I'm really not one of those girls where like, I don't have expensive shit I don't I'm not into that I'm not into like designer things I'm really not I don't wear jewelry I don't care mm-hmm. um, but like when it comes to men I am I will say I'm like <laughs> I want you to have some money well and it, it's like good and bad it's mm-hmm. good and bad and I, I recognize that why do you say that? it's bad because it shouldn't just be about that like it, it shouldn't it shouldn't but <laughs> sometimes do you feel like at this point you would pass up on a guy who you really liked who didn't have it maybe he was in the same position as you whatever that may be versus the guy who does have it who you don't like that much like he's fun and he's rich but you really don't like him nearly as much as you like the other guy do you think that you would pass up on that I don't think guy. I would pass up on the guy I think I would just deal with both of them no you have to pick I'm saying I you have, have to, to yes you have to pick yeah I mean <laughs> Be honest. Is the is the rich guy cute still? No. Yeah, I'm probably I'm gonna miss out on the 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 one who doesn't have money. I mean, that's fair. It's enough. the truth. Like I could sit here and lie, but I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I mean, real. I mean, at this point, no, I'm not the one who I like. No, I probably am just confused at the moment. I'm always confused when I think I like somebody anyway. So I'd rather just take my chances on the other one and see what happens. And if it's meant to be with the other one, like the people say, if it's meant to be, it'll be. Mm-hmm. Ain't that what they say? Come I don't know how somebody. true that is, but um, that's what they say. And it sounds good. It does sound good. But I'd be wondering how true is that? Because there's a bunch of shit that I thought was meant to be. Sometimes I feel like... And it ain't been. I don't know what it is and why I allow myself to get into this position, but these men just make me so crazy sometimes. Do they? Yes, and I just turn into a little psychopath, and I have to try and... uh, What is the word I'm looking for? Conceal it. Kiki, don't let these niggas make you crazy. I know I tell myself that, and then I have to pray about it, but it's just Because there's just so many. There's so many. Like It's like... When I like someone and things are going good and then you switch up and I see these true colors, 
And then I feel like, why the fuck did you come into my life and waste my time? You took advantage of the things that I shared with you when I was being vulnerable. Now I have to act like a crazy But person. you don't look at it like at least I got I got some great things out of this. And it was a great experience. Now move on with your life and something better That's will come easier along. easier said than done. No, I you don't do that. So? Yes. The next time somebody does some shit like this, you really try to think yourself through it. And, no, and be like, I'm not even about to be crazy. I'm I not try. even about to be crazy. No, try harder. Because then <laughs> when you really do that to niggas, they look at you totally differently. And then they... I don't even care about how they look at me different once I'm done with them. But it's just like, I really get mad. Like, I, I, I still think about time. And it's like, I wasted it. You didn't waste it. It was an experience. It was... Parts of it were good. Maybe it was it good weren't. content for the show so we can all laugh at my dumbness. But that shit is stressful. And... Sometimes I just have to take a break. I feel you from dating. I wish all together. I'm not good. Somebody asked me. I don't really me, like going on dates. I've realized. How can you not like going on dates? I it love going on dates. It becomes exhausting. I think because um, I don't know. Are you a good date? I think so, but it's like it takes a lot of energy. I feel like I go out with a lot of guys who don't really have great conversation. Like what they so be talking about? So maybe barely anything. And then I feel like I have to talk a lot and that's exhausting. And it's like, I don't know if I just happen to meet a lot of shy guys or maybe they're just nervous or if something happens. This doesn't always happen. I've had some great dates. But sometimes I find that I'm on the date with a guy and it's like, who was I talking to on the phone? Mm -hmm. And it's not even like we were talking for months and months. It's just like a couple of days. We're trying to figure out our schedules. We might text. We might talk on the phone a little bit. And I'm like, let's meet in person because I need to see how you are right and i i like having that experience so i know so i'm not wasting a bunch of time on somebody who can only text somebody who can only call and have things to say over the phone but when i get in front of you if you're a totally different person i don't like that that's corny that i don't is, like I, I, that i don't like even... i don't i mean maybe you're nervous or maybe you had a bad day i don't know but i'm also not trying to hang around forever to figure it out but sometimes going on those dates is exhausting like when you go on dates and they're not always so good and then I feel like guys like to take me to really stuffy places and so sometimes when they suggest that if I'm already not feeling I'm like you know what I'm good but you can still have fun at a stuffy place you can but if you're a stuffy man and you're gonna be like if I'm already on the fence I've gone to stuffy places and had good dates don't get me wrong mm. but everybody's not gonna be a good date and it and to me it doesn't matter what I do everybody's not going to be a good date because I don't want to feel like I'm having to do <laughs> I feel like everything, you know? When I get back out here in these streets, I'm not, I'm, what I will tell you is I'm not the type of date where if we're bored, I got to go. Like, so we need to end the date now <laughs> and let's just go our separate ways because this ain't really going. I don't want to sit here and be bored, my nigga. What the fuck are we doing? I don't know. And then it's like... I, sometimes I just wish I could read a mind so I could understand what was going on. Sometimes you got to tell niggas right there, like, you're boring. So I don't know if you're nervous <laughs> and you need a little help. But like, I'm not trying to be rude to them. It's and not sometimes rude, it's, it's just, honest. It is rude to yell at somebody you across the table and say, you're boring. You don't have to yell. You could be like, hey, um, Jaquim. You are very attractive, and I'm Where I'm attracted to you. I like the way we talked on the phone. I like how we were texting, but like this, not really. I'm not getting that. So, are you nervous, or like, do you not really want to be here? Because if you don't, <laughs> let's leave now. And then they'll normally like you know change it up because maybe they are nervous and they just needed you to know they needed you to point out that I can see you're nervous and you really don't need to be. I'm cool with shit. Let's have fun. You want some shots of tequila? <laughs> 
no, I'm not having no shots of tequila on no damn dates. I can't handle it. Um, no, I can't. Y'all I niggas cannot can't. be out here being boring. That, that's a waste and of time. And sometimes it's just like not even a boring date, but sometimes it's just not a match. And those aren't as bad, but when you go out with enough people and it's not, it's just like, oh. Yeah, you're ready you know? to go. That's what I'm, I need you to know. I'm ready to go, so... No, we don't need to go to drinks after this. No, I don't want to see. We don't need another round. I don't. I don't need anything else. I'm good, and I hope that you're blessed. Do you think dating was easier in our twenties, in our early twenties? Was it easier? Uh, I think in my early twenties, it was just. I can't say that it was easier or harder because I just feel like it was totally different. I didn't care about anything. Yeah. Not as much as I do You're now. Just trying to get a meal. <laughs> or just trying to get out of the house and do something and meet people. It wasn't like I'm really trying to form a connection with somebody mm-hmm. and looking for that connection. It was just more like, well, okay, you want to go? Let's go. I'll try it. I've never been there. Let me see Atlanta. Like, I'm new to Atlanta. I'm just trying to hang out, meet new people. It was it was definitely more casual. And now it's like, Somebody know. said we had lower standards when we were younger. Not our ma'am. Not I didn't. I've lowered my standards now. <laughs> I didn't have lower standards when I was younger. Mm, I don't know. Um, I think not even whether something is lower or higher, but just the things that really matter to you. As you have experiences, you just learn some things. You learn about yourself. You learn about how other people are and what really matters to you. Some mm-hmm. of the stuff I cared about then, I don't care about anymore. That's true. Yeah, and it's things that I yeah. I think I'm trying to think of what I cared about. It's all such a blur. We used to be drunk as shit. Yeah. Hannah and I were reminiscing on our compound days, and I was like, I saw a picture. <sighs> it was me, you, Hannah, and Shade when I first moved out here. It was when Gold Room was all black inside, black and gold. Oh, and we those were good there. old days. Yes. And I was just like, ooh, my hair is all poofy. That's so before listen, my keratin when treatment. Shade is coming out here, I think at the end of the month, we need to have her and Hannah on and have a whole reminiscing episode. Oh my we just Hopefully to- we can remember right. shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we might have to get drunk to jog those memories. We used to be so drunk and like just out all over the place, going wherever. Wherever, whenever, it didn't matter. We were going. I remember Sandra came out here. We met these men in the street outside of Vanquish and we rode. We Was got I there? No, well, I don't know if you were at Vanquish. Maybe you were, maybe you weren't. But I hop, we hopped on the back of these two strangers' motorcycles and rode into the distance and didn't know where we were going. Rode into the distance. Yeah, and we were just riding down the street in our little skirts and dresses. And I'm just like, why did we do that? Because we were young, dumb, and drunk. Oh my god, I'm just so thankful that I'm still here. Me too. Because and there have, have been so many been times. To jail. There have been so many times where I should maybe not have been dead. Well, yeah, those two, but like jail, definitely. Like I have like gotten by by the skin on these two little fingers. I remember one time I got pulled over. I was headed to a dick appointment after the club. I was with you. We were leaving Magic City. Oh, I know that was a good night. We, me, you, and Lauren drank a bottle of Patron. Good God. And we had some margaritas on the side. We were in the club forever. I was going downtown to a hotel to meet this nigga for a dick appointment, right? I fell asleep (laughs) in the car, on the road. At At a a stoplight. Yes. The cops came. 
they uh, the cop was fine too, y'all. He looked like a ride. Atlanta cops be fine as shit. I was only fine when I'm I like, see. Is there anything, anything I can do? He <laughs> told me if I could parallel park around the corner that he would just um, follow me to the hotel. I made up some dramatic ass lie about how I just found out I wasn't from here because I was confused when they woke me up and they were like, "Where are you?" I said, "Arlington." <laughs> Oh, man. So then I realized what I did, and so I changed it, and I said, well, I'm here from Arlington visiting, and I was just really stressed out because I found out my grandfather has kidney disease, and he's going to have to do dialysis, and nobody told me, and I just found out. So my friends took me out, and we met these guys. They're probably drug dealers, but I promise I had two margaritas, and I was just in there so long. I don't know if they put something in my drink. Do you think they put something in my drink? And I cried, and I just cried, and I cried, and I cried, and then I kept drinking water. I said I had another friend in the car with me oh my god i hope she's okay and he was like calm down calm down there were three cop cars behind me and he made the eventually the other two went away they did take my blood i was definitely over the limit but he they was, took your blood they took my blood without asking because the paramedics came and they just they were like let me see your hand my dumb ass gives him my hand mm, and that's how she before, and i was like nope yeah oh yeah i didn't i didn't even realize what was going on i was just trying to figure out what was going on the dude was like are you just not going to come? Why would you flake? You said you were on the way. That was like an hour ago. I said, I'm literally on the side of the road about to get a DUI fucking around with your ass. So you need to chill. And he was like, are you serious? And so I sent a picture like the cop cars are behind me, nigga. Damn. And he was like, oh, I thought you were joking and you just weren't coming. <sighs> I made it to the dick appointment. That was a nice cop. <laughs> That was a nice cop. I don't know who he is, but I wish I could send him a Christmas gift because I would have been in jail down there in, in Atlanta. Sad. And you would have been scared. Sad. And That's, sad. Yeah. And funky. Fighting. I had on a lace top. I'll never forget. I had on a lace top and a black pencil skirt. I had my red lipstick. We were having a good time. I always wonder, like, okay, not the county jail, but if you go to prison and you have a sew-in, do they make you take the sew-in out? I've I always wondered, like, do you have to take your sewing out? and just, Or, like, if you have braids or something? Yeah, like, do you have to take it out or can you keep it in? Have any of y'all been to jail to know? Because we really don't know. Yeah, I was always wondering if you go I in, wondered that, too. Like, what happens? Because I feel what like if you have alopecia and you have, like, a wig glued down real good? Are they just going to rip your wig off? Because I know <laughs> they don't have so. wig glue remover. Yeah, I think so. I think you have to take it out. I would be so mad because then I would be there and you have with your braids. But you know what? I would probably just really get into my natural hair care routine <laughs> with whatever little concoctions I could make in prison. And I'm just going to be really natural and ugly. I'm going to let my eyebrows grow in real good. <laughs> wash my face as best I can with the products that are available. And just hope that, you know, my hair grows. Yeah, that's one thing that would happen. I feel like my hair would grow if I had to go to prison. Maybe. On Maybe. that note, let's take a break. Okay. If you're anything like me, you absolutely hate going to the mall and the stress of picking out a look, which is why I love online shopping. But online shopping is getting better. There is a company called Stitch Fix, and it's an online personal styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, and accessories to fit your body, your budget, and your lifestyle. Just go to stitchfix.com cocktails and tell them your sizes, what styles you like, and how much you want to spend on each item. 
You'll be paired with your very own personal stylist who will handpick five items to send right to your door. Then you try them on, pay only for what you love, and return the rest. Shipping, exchanges, and returns are always completely free. There's no subscription required, so you don't have to worry about that money coming out of your account that you didn't plan for. You can sign up and receive scheduled shipments or get your fix whenever you want. Stitch Fix's styling fee is only 20 bucks, so that is applied to anything you decide to keep from your stitch from your shipment can't talk um get started now at stitchfix.com slash cocktails and you'll get an extra 25 percent off when you keep all five items in your box that's stitchfix.com slash cocktails to get started today stitchfix.com slash cocktails okay so now we're back um i'm wondering though because i feel like we haven't had a chance to really talk about your newly single life very much. I know. Uh, you know why? Because lately, I really wanted to make like an episode out of it. I w- that's the episode I want drama to come on so we can talk about breakups. Oh. He can talk about his breakup. He doesn't have to feel uncomfortable because I can talk about my breakup. I wanted it to be a whole fucking episode, but this nigga keeps fucking... Well, I don't even want to talk about the breakup part. I just want to talk about your life right now. Like, it's different. It and is. it's changing. And you kind of shared some of that. Um, You mentioned something about now that we have this show and dating guys and them thinking that you're gonna be a certain way do you tell them or do they just find it i've okay so i thought that and it's not even like i'm not out here dating yet i'm not when i went home for christmas Uh i met a guy at a bar randomly like it was i thought he was someone else and so anyways but even just with that i was like when he started when he asked me what my instagram was i was like God damn, like I kind of don't want him to see the show. Not like Mm -hmm. I'm ashamed of it, but I don't want it to be like you get this expectation or you just just, an idea. Yeah, or you start. So do you think you're not, when you do start dating, whatever that may be? I don't think I'm going to be like, and I host this show called. Now, if you see my Instagram and you see it and you ask about it, I'm definitely going to talk about it, but I don't think that's going to be like a. An intro into anything. Not an intro, but you know, when they see it and they ask about it, are you going to ask them to listen? Or are you going to tell them I prefer you not? Because I definitely tell guys, I prefer you don't listen to the show <laughs> until we get to know each other a little bit better mm-hmm. because what you hear on the show isn't all of who I am. It's funny because that wouldn't be the reason why I say don't listen. I think. Why would you say that? For me, I think it would be that I think. People are judgy and everybody always wants to say something about your life. And I feel like for me, it's that, okay, so Carlos and I broke up Mm -hmm. a while ago before we even said it on the show. But Mm -hmm. I feel like people think you're supposed to wait a certain amount of time before you like start getting involved with other men. I don't think people telling you that there's not like a time frame that people are telling me, Uh but people be like, hey, you want to quit? Like, and it's just like to me, it's like I'm still living my life. Like, if I die tomorrow, I'm not. But why do you have to go through mourning? Your husband didn't die. Your relationship ended. But that, for me, would be why I'm like, I would be like, don't, you don't need to listen yet. Like, <laughs> you just don't need to listen yet. Because, like, I still bring him up. I still talk about him. I don't want mm-hmm. anybody to ever feel like you need to tell me wh- how long I need to wait before I start dipping and dabbling again. It's none of your fucking business what the fuck I do. So... When you, whenever you do start dating, if you should enter something like that's serious, do you think that you will share again on the show, or do you think you'll just keep that to yourself? If it's like a boyfriend situation, or like yeah. a, it's or so if it, or if it's getting there, I don't think. 
I, I would. I wouldn't. I don't think I would because it's different now. It's different. Like I don't think I would because it's too much. I don't even. I don't want people to like follow him and say stuff or mm-hmm. anything like that. So I don't think I would. But I don't know. I also don't know. I don't know how to really. Yeah, I'm just keep saying what you. What I'm thinking right now what in this I moment today is that I wouldn't say it, but I also talk a lot. So <laughs> it might just I slip might out. just be like, y'all, I'm getting married. You know what I mean? Like I think I don't even know. I don't I don't know that I would share. I think that if it was somebody who I really cared about and it wasn't somebody I was trying to make fun of in a situation and like laugh at this shit that I've been through or laugh at that shit that has happened. Um I don't I don't think so because I think I would get upset at some of the things that people might have to say when they're passing their judgments mm-hmm. about what I'm doing, what I'm sharing, if it's too much, if it's not enough, the people saying, oh, why you don't post this person or you post it. Like all of that, I don't want to hear it. Not that it's going to change anything, but I figured that could eliminate a little bit of stress by me not sharing. You won't know. Like you won't. Maybe I'll say, oh, I'm seeing this guy. And it's going to be very vague. And you will have to see me in real life, bitch, to get a glimpse. Like, mm-mm, I don't think I would. And I just see, like, just hearing you talk about what happened with you, your phone is doing that thing. Hearing what you have said about your experience and even seeing some of the things that people will send me or that people send, like, the cocktails pages. Mm-hmm. It's just like, damn, y'all. Why Why do you, first of all, why are you telling me mm-hmm. what... <laughs> Like, when people send me messages on my page and they're, like, sharing their opinions about what they think about your relationship and all this, and I'm just like, you have to realize you only know what we choose to share. Right. And there's a whole world outside of this show. So, like, to sit here and act like she's telling you everything, you don't know what's going on. What if something really bad happened and she just tried to laugh through the pain and she didn't want to tell y'all because she was trying to still protect this person and you're telling her, like, oh, she's being disrespectful or she's doing this and that. You don't know, so leave it alone. Mm-hmm. And if you want to say, don't just don't say it to me. Tell Medina or write it in um, an honesty or box somewhere. Or make a tweet about it so I can get some Twitter followers. Tag <laughs> me in it and just, just do it that way. It's just like, well, you know, Talk to her. Like, don't, I'm no, not. No, no, no. Don't talk to me. Nigga. Well, don't talk to me. <laughs> and don't it's not my damn business. Okay. Y'all talk to crazy. me about my um my mishaps. But if we're not talking about that. And well, really, don't talk to me about that either. Just laugh. Just, LOL. Yeah, just tweet it and tag it me because I need some Twitter followers. You got to tweet too. Okay. You should just like start tweeting some of your random thoughts. It's just like the stuff you post on Facebook okay. sometimes. Just put it out there. People might not respond, but eventually they will. Just be careful. You don't want people digging up your tweets <laughs> from 10 years ago. I'm scared about that. Why? You never put something on and you just think about it and you're like, dang, that was pretty vulgar. Yeah, I don't care about the vulgar part. I know. Like, I have said things about like, never mind. I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> people don't try to dig. Whatever. Okay. You ready to uh, move on to advice? Yeah. Oh, let's go to Indecisive Diane first. Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? What do you want? Okay, Diane. So tell us a new little place for us to go on a date to. 
Hey ladies, it's me, Indecisive Diane, and there's this really hip, intimate venue with a new American type of food. Listen, they brew their own wine there. So it's called City Winery. Here's the address. Sorry, what's the address here? The address is 650 North Avenue, Northeast Atlanta, Georgia, 30308. You ladies have to go there, try it, go on a date, go on a Saturday or a Sunday. They have brunch. It's in Pond City Market. So after that, maybe he'll take you to do a little shopping. Okay, girl, thank you. No problem, ladies. Bye. Okay, so we're back and we're moving on to advice. Advice is starting to be like, one of my favorite parts of the show. I think it's always been my favorite. But you know what I just thought about? What? I just had a flashback. I did go out with this guy who tried to ask me to pay for something. I just thought about it. I decided in my mind it wasn't a date. This you were was a grown-up? This was here in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, so I was a grown-up. And we went out. And it's somebody we both know. And we went out somewhere. And he paid. And then he wanted to go to another place. So when we got to the other place, he was like... So do you want to split this? <laughs> Wait, I was like, I said no. You asked me to come here, but you can pay for it, and I'll go home. I totally forgot about that. I just saw a little pop up on my thing, and it reminded me. But that, like, why would you invite someone out and take them somewhere that you don't want to pay for? I totally forgot about that. I don't and know. we were on Peter Street, so it wasn't expensive, right, at all. Like. We probably just had, like, a drink and a hookah or something at that place. We went to eat somewhere else that wasn't expensive, and then he wanted to go to this other place. And I was just like, you really thought this was going to be cool? But you know what? Different strokes for different folks. Anyway, advice. Sorry, you guys. I just thought about that, so I had to share. Okay. So this one says, deep throat. This is a this is a question kind of for us. I meant to bring it up earlier. He says, or she, I don't know. Hi, I want to thank you for introducing me and my partner to the Doc Johnson Deep Throat Spray. She sprayed a lot in it. She sprayed a lot and it numbed her so much that I could, that I could fuck her throat really deep. But after a while, the numbing effect disappeared and she started to gag and choke on my dick instead of those sounds. Instead, and those sounds made me so horny that I came in her throat and she threw up while I was fucking her throat. It was a very intense feeling for the both of us, and we both like it nasty. We had watched a lot of hardcore porn before and drunk some wine, so we were both in a great mood. Never mind, never made a girl throw up on my dick before, but it was a great feeling. Always great to push some more limits. Is this something that you ladies are into? Um, I'm not going to lie. I was reading another advice. Mm -hmm. So basically, <laughs> I, I was like halfway listening. She wants to know, like, do we He like wants to know. He said that he fucked this girl. She used the numbing spray that I talked about. And he was able to fuck her throat really deep. And she ended up throwing up. And I guess they both liked it. And he wants to know if we are into that sort of thing. I don't want to throw up on I don't dick. want to throw up on your dick. But I'm like, not into that. I'm, I am into the, like deep throating it and almost up, but I don't want to throw up on your dick if it happens it happens but I don't I would like to not do that like I don't want you that to be your goal if you if that is your goal I'm gonna think something's wrong with you I'm not gonna think anything's wrong with you but it, that's not a match I'm swiping left okay <laughs> so <laughs> so what's your advice okay that one this, I was gonna read that advice but it just wasn't the short one yeah I'm like I was like should we just do that but then it was like no because this is not what the show is about I don't remember that far ago, that long ago, but okay. 
Okay. Okay. So here's the situation. My name is Z and my wife of five years is B. We've been together for the last nine years though. Anyway, here's the point. My wife is bi. She likes females and we do involve them now. Now she was only mad for a bit. That night, she was riding me, telling me how she wanted to watch me fuck another girl. Okay, so here's the thing. She always said I could bring in another girl, but wanted to be involved, but want to be involved in me and my wife's relationship. Now, I was with her right before my wife, but the thing is, I think we would all enjoy ourselves. What are you talking about? Sarah? I really feel like we read this one. You do? I think you should read the short one. For, so yeah. I'm trashing that one. Okay. Yeah. But he was basically asking if he could have a threesome with his ex-girlfriend and his wife. And he really felt like they could have a really good thing going to three of them. Okay. <laughs> but maybe we didn't. I don't I know. I deleted it already. Oh. Because. The- Hold on. I'm sorry. Okay. This one. This is new. Okay, hey ladies, I am newly single and don't know what to do with my life. Mm-hmm. I am not sad or depressed because it is what it is. It is what it is. I'm 25, approaching 26. What advice do you have? I'm going to keep it short and sweet and spare the details of why my relationship ended. Yes, it's time to focus on myself. I just want to have a good time, but don't know what exactly does that mean. Do I date right away? Do I wait a while? In the most humble way, I am very attractive and have good <laughs> things going for myself. Girl, you don't even have to be humble about that. I, it's okay to say that you fine as shit. The new single life has me wondering, what do I do next? Thanks. I love the podcast. Girl, I think it's so great that you wrote that because I'm in the same situation. Um, I think that I'm not a responsible adult, so I don't know what to really tell you when you say, do I date right away? Because my answer is going to be with go with how you feel. Unless you have like some traumatic, deep shit going on. Okay, then don't do that. I personally don't have any deep, traumatic shit going on that I need to like deal with before I jump in. But like, I feel like if you want, if you feel like diving in, dive in. Like if you want to date right away, date right away. You weren't married. You'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, I, follow your gut and yeah. don't stress about it. Like, yes, you already know. Take some time for you. You don't even know what you want to do. You don't know what's going to be fun for you. So take yourself on some dates mm-hmm. and just have fun. And if you meet somebody, you meet somebody, go with it. If your friends want to come, go with it. If no, don't nobody want to go, go by yourself and, and have a good time. And if you're dating a couple time. niggas at once, have a good time. Don't take it so seriously. Have fun. Unless something serious happened, then you really do need to seek professional help. Yeah. Not us. True. Okay. I guess we can move on. Do you want to read another one? No, that was hard to find. It was. Because I just feel like some of these situations... They sound the same. They do. Like people are asking the same questions, so it's hard to remember what we read. It is. But I really feel like we read that other one. Oh well. If you're trying to have a threesome with your uh wife and your ex girlfriend, that's a bad idea. Yeah. So that's simple. And if she was mad for a little bit, you should have stopped already. I feel like when you go into a threesome situation and somebody's mad, you gotta just cut that. It's not that's not a situation where we're gonna back. ride this out until someone get no, we're gonna stop. You're mad. You can't handle it. That's a wrap. Yeah. We tried. Basically. Okay. So now it's time for the cocktails. So remember to send in your cocktails to cocktails.atl at gmail.com if you have a nasty sex confession that you'd like to share because Mm. your friends might judge you. You can send us and we'll keep you anonymous. Unless you just want to promo, you know, your Instagram or whatever. Well, actually, no. We'll keep you anonymous. 
long ago I was a ho, 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 was a ho. you want me to um you can go first because my the one i have up is long okay so i hope i didn't tell the story i probably did because it's not new but i thought about it earlier and i got so drunk one night. oh you got an og mm-hmm. this is like probably is it 10 years old I think it's 10 years old. This is vintage. So I was in Texas and I met this man. He was so cute. I kick myself in the ass sometimes for not taking him serious. Anyway, so cute. And um, he would be in Texas in the summers, but we were both away at college during the year. So that summer we were home and he was going back to school early for football camp. He was having a party at one of his friend's houses. And when the I got drunk. I was drinking some sort of green apple flavored Ooh. alcohol. Don't even think it was vodka. I feel like it was like 99 apples or something. Some cheap Ooh. shit. This was college days. And this is like when I first started to drink. And I let the peer pressure get the best of me. So I go out. And um, the guy whose house it was was like, everybody has to leave. So I'm flirting with the guy who I knew that we always see each other in the summertime. And he was like, y'all should come back to my place. Okay. So I was like, okay. So this happened twice in two different summers. I should have learned after the first time. But I go to his house and he had friends there and some of my friends came. I don't know what happened or at what point I blacked out. But I just remember kissing him standing up kissing him and we're walking back to his bath bedroom and then it was just like I woke up and the room was white it was like a dream right I look under the sheets I see his dick hanging out of his boxer briefs and he just looked so fine I didn't even care what happened I didn't know do y'all know one of my very good friends decided to call the friends to find out if I fucked him or not because I told her I didn't know what happened so she calls me like yeah you definitely fucked him and I was like, how do you know? Were you there? Like, I really had no recollection. And I knew in my heart of hearts that I fucked him because there was some nut on my chest. <laughs> but I wasn't sure if it was nut or if it was, like, something else. Slobber but it was like, well, it wasn't wet. It was dry at that point, And it was, like, a little flaky. So I was just like, well, did I get some lotion right here that I didn't rub in? Did I drop some food? Like, oh, my gosh, it could be anything. I'm not going to ask. And he just, like, took me home. I was late to, like... I don't know, one of my little siblings had some sort of activity that I was late to. And I don't even think I took a shower because I could still smell him on me. And I liked it. I liked it a lot. He smelled so good. So anyway, she calls, not even him. She called one of his friends who was there that night to find out what happened. And all my friends had left me there. And they were like, you were just sleeping so peacefully. And we went back there to get you. So I said, so I fucked him while everybody was there. She was like, yeah, we heard you. You were loud. And so was he. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. And then they were like, well, we came to um, get you. And he said to just let you sleep. And he would take you home in the morning. And I was just like, why did you have to ask? But that's my cocktail. It was so embarrassing. And I really wish 
I could remember it. Because that man is fine. This happened to the best of us. Do y'all still, are y'all still connected? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's great. It's so funny. I met this girl in the club and um, she was actually kind of flirting with me. And then we were just talking because the club was like slow that night. And she was, she tells me, she gave me some clues to where she was from. I was like, oh, I know a guy. He went to school out there. And so she says his last name because his first name is Common. And I was like, yeah, that's him. She's like, oh, I used to fuck him. He's so beautiful. And I was just like, oh, we have that in common. So she was like, let's Snapchat him. My drunk ass. We're Snapchatting. <laughs> was he looking at y'all like? We just sent a video. And he he hit me up separately and was like, how do you know her? I don't like her. The world but is how are so you? small. Isn't it? Like, who would have thought that? Who would have thought? You're just sitting there. With- we obviously have the same type because I think she was fucking the same nigga I was that night. But, you know, this is another story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is a cocktail that was sent in. She says, a little backstory. A little backstory. I had just went through a breakup and was on a drought. I was so sexually frustrated. I decided to take to Bumble. I swiped right on a cutie and said, hey. He immediately responded. And through a short conversation, we ended up hooking up that night at his friend's place where he was at the time. I had no expectations of seeing him again, especially because he was all about pleasing himself and he was short. I mean, we had sex, but he was <laughs> all about the blowjob. She rolled her eyes. He came three times and I didn't even come. So <clears throat> fast forward to three weeks later because he doesn't live in the state. He's coming into town and I'm free. He asked me to pick him up at the airport and I'm thinking maybe we can get a redo. I pick him up and he says he got a room for the night at the Hilton. I'm thinking, okay, okay. We off to a good start. We pull up to the Hilton and he tells me to do the self parking. Mm-mm. That's such a turn off for me. If I'm coming to see you at a place that has valet and you, whatever. Okay, I'm, let me stop. I turn and ask if he was playing for the parking. He said, yeah, so we park. Check. Oh, if he was paying for the parking. He said, yeah, so we park. Check in and get to the room. This nigga starts playing in my hair and pushing. Yes, pushing my head down to his dick. Mm -mm. I'm so turned off right now. But start thinking, we in this nice ass room. Let me relax. And this could turn into a whole night. I give him some sloppy head and ended up getting drool stains on my shirt. So I took it off. This motherfucker comes in my mouth. I normally Mm -mm. wouldn't mind, but I didn't expect the session to end so quickly. He gets up and says that he doesn't want to take a lot of time because the parking meter was running up and he's hungry. (gasps) Ma'am. Because the parking meter Ma'am. And he's hungry. I told him my shirt was ruined. He didn't care. I put my damp shirt back on with my jacket over it. And we went to the bar. At this point, I'm a little checked out and highly annoyed. As we order drinks, I'm thinking, yep, this is the last time I'm seeing him. But at least I'll get a drink on his tab. We order drinks and he and he orders wings without asking me what I wanted with his rude ass. This is a date from hell. And guess who walks in? Medina. <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed about my shirt and pull my jacket closed and mutter a, hey, 
girl as she sat down. Earlier that day, I was watching Medina's IG stories and she was talking about women wanting to fuck dudes that are vegan because being vegan is something different. Let me tell you, I was dying laughing at Medina's story because it's so true. She was going in. So when this nigga was sitting there next to me at the bar, dogging them wings out, I was trying so hard to catch eye contact with Medina so that I could mouth to her, he's not vegan. I kept rolling my eyes, especially because I don't eat meat. And he kept talking about how good the chicken was. Those IG stories was all I could think about. I rolled my eyes so much that I think I caught a cramp in my cornea. <laughs> I finished my drink and asked for my parking money. And this thing, it gives me a $10 bill now. What? Wait. <laughs> $10 at a hotel. At That's the Hilton not going to get you nothing but a bottle of water. Now, at this time, parking rates had gone up. I asked him for more money, and he showed me his wallet <gasps> with the last $5 in it. He said he didn't have much cash. I took the 5 and told him, you got a free ride from the airport that you didn't offer gas money. You got a free ride from the airport that you didn't offer gas money, and you got some head. I would say you won tonight. He agreed and high-fived me. What an asshole. 2019, mm -hmm. I won't be so nice. Love y'all. Rose treats. Girl, 2019, you better stop being so motherfucking nice. Fuck him. Who does Fuck that? that? And I remember when I saw her and I told uh -huh. her, I said, I wish you would have said something to you. would have made me look cool. Like, I remember seeing her. <laughs> like, I wanted her. She was like, I didn't want to. Just, you should have been like, ah. I was like, I saw the nigga was tearing up the wings and she was sitting there looking bored the whole time. Really? That, don't be nice I'm in so 2019 to people that to don't you. deserve it. That's rude. That's rude. You're, at the, you're staying at the Hilton downtown. The parking is at least... That parking is high. That's the hotel I was on my way to for my dick appointment when I almost went to jail. It's a nice hotel. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. And that parking is high. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That parking is high. Mm -hmm. Well, guys, that's it for this week. And um, I don't know. If you want to advertise with us, if you want to contact us about anything, cocktails.atl at gmail.com. Send in your advice letters. Put advice in the subject line, please. A-D-V-I-C-E. That's how you, know you spell you are. advice. And uh, send the cocktails in, too. Um, hopefully I have some new ones next time we record. But yeah. I'm not going to hold my breath because just, you just never know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to have unrealistic expectations. Anyway, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Cocktails Podcast. I'm at Kiki Said So. I'm at Coffee Beans. And until next week, you guys, goodbye. goodbye. I'm sorry. But the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Bye. 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 Population. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye
Bye. 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 Bye.